You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are here at the Church of St. Anne in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm Karen Slensky along with Father Craig Holcalter, and we have some great guests today. Just visited with Jake Markell from Light of Christ Catholic Schools and, and lots of things that they have going on. And he was wonderful. Wonderful. Just so good. Great inspiration. Yes. And, you know, we had his wife on a couple the last month, actually, for the branches. What an inspiring group. Yes. Yeah. You know, just great couple. Um, young people just embracing their faith. Yes. And, um, which is great to, to hear, great to know, because it's so needed in this world right now. And so um, we're delighted for our next guest. Uh, her name is Ellen Mann. Good morning, Ellen. Good morning. How are you today? I'm great. Awesome. How about you guys? We're doing well. Thank you. We're, um, the sun's coming up now, and I don't think there was too much wind out there. I think it was a brisk 30-some degrees, but no snow yet, which is Fall a blessing. Fall is here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a relief, yes, actually. Is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you for being with us today. And um, if you would like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, and we would greatly appreciate that. All right. Um, my husband and I, um, my husband's name is Daryl. We've been married for 48 years. We have four adult children. In fact, uh, our son Tyler was in the same class as Father Holcalter at oh, Trinity. That's right. How cool yeah. is that? <laughs> Small world, <Yeah>. Ellen. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we also have four grandchildren. Um, we've been a member of St. Joe's Parish in Dickinson for about 45 years. So, um, yeah, we just tried to remain active in our parish. Um, yeah. That's pretty much us. Ellen, tell us, you know, it's uh, and a delight to speak with you this morning. It's, um, Thank you. I, uh, you know, living in Dickinson for 10 years as a priest and then certainly born and raised there. It's a wonderful uh, Catholic community on many levels. How have you, have, have you, you and Daryl have, have, have been nourished that way, right? You've been at the same parish now for almost 50 years, uh, yes. you know, most of your marriage and, and raising children, raising the boys uh, and now grandchildren. Uh, what has that been like for you? I mean, you're real stable there. I know you you made your home, and you're very comfortable and nourishing your faith in the you know in the church and in in the Catholicism and and friendship with our Lord. How has that been for you and Daryl? It has been um, very good. We are um, our parish feels like home to us. You know, even when we travel, we've always tried to go to church where we're at. And even in being in famous churches like St. Patrick's Cathedral and stuff, it's, it's always good to see, and it's, it's great to be there. But being at St. Joe's to us just feels like home. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, you know, it's our, the basis of our, our faith is, feels like it's there for us. So we love that. We are a part of that church, and it just, like I said, feels like home to us. And you guys have a new parish priest there, correct? Father we do. We Father do. Waltz, right? We, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, uh, you know, throughout the years, Father Waltz is, is great, and we are learning more and more about him as we get, uh, you know, hearing him more and more. And uh, But throughout the years, we've had some really good priests there, as 
everybody has in in our diocese. Uh, We're so lucky with our priests. We really are. We have been blessed with all of them that we have. So yeah. yes. yes, we definitely have. And Father Keith Streifel, was he there before, correct? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And we're blessed to have him here now at Spirit of Life in Mandan. He just did the live drive with me. And um, yes, just we are very blessed in the Bismarck Diocese. So thank you. Yes, such a kind, kind priest. Yes. So can you tell us, uh, um, you know, about your relationship with Christ? Have you always been Catholic? Did you grow up Catholic? No, I did not. I'm uh, converted Catholic. So, you know, when when we got married, I thought, uh, you know, my husband could Catholic, and I would say Lutheran, and everything would be fine. And in fact, I even thought, I'll, I'll, you know, he'll love the Lutheran faith because we don't need as much. So <laughs> 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 that was not a deal breaker for him. <laughs> oh, that's pretty <laughs> so, good. <laughs> so we, um, you know, I thought once our son, our first son was born, I could not see how I was going to teach him that there was one God when we were going to two separate churches. Mm. I thought, this is going to be difficult for a child to understand. So from there, I started checking into the Catholic faith and took um, the RCI classes. And uh, with that, uh, became Catholic and so uh, immersed in that faith of finding out, you know, when you're... uh, A converted Catholic, for me, it always felt like I didn't know as much as the cradle Catholics. So I, you know, was always trying to learn more and more so that I felt like I knew as much as they did. And from that, it just drew our faith from both of us. You know, we were always going to, uh, like if there was a Bible study or if uh, we had um, Father Ken Phillips at St. Joe's who did an inquiry class. You know, we were at that. We were always trying to learn and grow from his scripture study Father Keith used to do or anything that we could grasp onto, we did. And that's so awesome to hear, um, just because we have many friends, couple friends that... Um, two of them, actually brothers that converted to Catholicism. And, and honestly, I think they are stronger Catholics than us that were raised as cradle Catholics, just listening to what they have learned. Um, and I think at an older age as well, sometimes mm-hmm. you um, seem to comprehend things better, I think, or, you know, things may stay with you better or, or, or something. But, um, you know, that's just such a wonderful um, journey to follow, I think, when you, when you yeah. learn it later. Yes, yes. I've noticed that even with, um, I became involved with uh, RCIA um, in St. Joe's Parish. I was with that for 16 years. And oh, wow. Yeah, seeing that, seeing the Holy Spirit work in that was such a blessing. And from my own conversion, I there were things that I had struggled with that I wanted to make the people who went through that more comfortable with. You know, so that they appreciated the faith also and and could feel well, you know feel and, the and, blessing and Ellen, to that point, I just you know it's the great saints have taught us, and we know you know that the 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 evil one really tries to isolate us mm-hmm. on a number of levels, yeah. you know emotionally or spiritually, physically, intellectually, and um 
you know, the, 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 the Lord, when he came to earth, he, he called a, a group of friends, right? He established a community. And so it's, it, it, it be, I just don't think it can be oversaid. I think that community aspect, which I want to get to over the break, you know, it, it, it's just great to hear. And so I find to hear that you, you helped out in that way and to be able to see other people's growth, mm-hmm. you know, and their friendship yeah. with our Lord and the knowledge and their living of the Catholic faith, I think is so, it can be so helpful for us, you know, to see that in another person that this is real and Jesus is really <laughs> holding under the hearts of many people. Yes, yes. So can you share with the listeners, Ellen, how your faith has impacted your marriage? Because, you know, with, with turning or, you know, converting is, mm-hmm. is uh, I'm sure it was a challenge, but probably a blessing in the end. Yes, yes. Oh, it, I can't imagine my marriage without the faith. I really can't. Mm-hmm. It has been there. It's an integral part of us. It is, you know, it, our marriage is Trinity-based also. God is on top of mm. it, and and Daryl and I are with it. And I think with the conversion and me wanting to know more, because even uh, even asking simple questions to my husband, it being he was a cradle Catholic, sometimes it was he did it because that's what he always did. Mm-hmm. And from there, I needed to know more. I needed to know why. Why are we making the sign of the cross here? Why are we? Why are we doing this here? And so we checked into it more. It just deepened us both because that way we were both learning together from that. Okay, uh, Ellen, what are some of the other ways? You said RCA. What if you could tell us? Um, and we might, like I said, we might return back to this after the break. But what are some other ways? that you were able to really nourish, you know, and, and, and move along in such a strong faith-filled way to nourish your own heart. You know, what were some of the ways, just for our listeners, if you could encourage them, what were some of the means you used, some of the vehicles you used to really deepen that knowledge and love for our Lord and, and His Church? One of the things we both did is um, we made a crusoe, which mm. uh, was uh, a blessing also. We had, um, you know, each each year, and we went back and, and helped at them, and we have priests come in, and, and they talk, and they, they give also lessons. Plus, you also have people that tell their spiritual stories. So it was a growth for us to, to listen to that and to see that, and to it's another Catholic community that you um, see the Holy Spirit at work through. So that was one of the ways. Also, being involved in the parish, to me, is very important with keeping the Holy Spirit alive and to to keep the faith alive in you. To see that group of people is getting to know your parish is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that you mentioned Curcio, because I just made my first one in March with mm-hmm. the encouragement of my husband, who made one at a very early age. And the... The impact that has made in my life is amazing. I'm hoping I get to meet you because I will be back in Dickinson this next year to help out. Um, it oh, was a life, right. yeah, it was a life-changing experience. I can't tell you. Kudos to Father Bill Ruel for encouraging me um, as well. And yes, you know when you when you make that together, I think, um, or you know that both of you have made that. What an inspiration mm-hmm. to your marriage. So um, yes. yeah, yes. and the and the. Us. Yes, and the friendships, I think, also 
that you know become lo- lifelong friends um, is wonderful as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to have to take a quick break here. We are visiting with Ellen Mann on her journey of faith. Um, just a, a great story. So please stay with us. We have more to come after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic. It's made me a better uh, husband. It's made me a better father. It's made me a, made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and and they don't understand it's just as close as as their local church. Becoming a part of of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and, and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but, but all kinds of things. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Slensky along with Father Craig Holcalter, parochial vicar at St. Anne's Catholic Parish here in Bismarck, North Dakota. We are having a great show today. Um, we had visited with Jake Markell earlier from the Light of Christ Catholic Schools, and we are now visiting with Ellen Mann from Dickinson, North Dakota, and I believe she also sent her children to the Catholic Schools, Trinity High School in Dickinson, correct? Yes, yep. And yes. Was a, um, one of them was a um, classmate, classmate mm-hmm. of Father Craig Holcalter, who is our co-host today. Be 20 years ago next spring. Wow. Yeah. Go wow. back to your class reunion. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I will. I'm, I need to plan it, in fact. So, oh, awesome. I, yeah, I have, I have that duty, and, and I hope to see Tyler then, one of Ellen's. Um, the youngest, yes. right? Is that your youngest? No, you have, no a, you, not. You have a daughter, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Well, you have a daughter, yes. Okay. And she's yeah. the youngest. Yes, she is. <laughs> Ellen, um, you spoke in, you know, what nourishes you, what keeps you going, what kind of keeps the stain, steam uh, 
alive in, in, in the train. And, and you mentioned Crucio, which I mm-hmm. think is, is familiar, but, um, you know, it has kind of a, a cloak of mystery to it just due to the nature of Crucio. But what do you think it was in, in participating in that, going through Crucio, now assisting with the movement and, and, and the people there? What do you think it is that feeds you so much? Is it the time away from, you know, ordinary life? Is it the community of believers? Is it the, uh, the way the Lord speaks in those moments? What, what do you think it is, just for our listeners who may be pondering, uh, you know, attending a Curcio in the future? Yes, I think the most important part of it is prayer. You will be amazed at mm. how many people are praying for you, and it's not, you know, it's from the community, but it, it Curcio is, uh, you know, a huge movement in the Church. So it is a, a great amount of people who are praying for you that you don't even know. And mm-hmm. the amount of prayers is astronomical to me, and, and the types of prayers that you know, they're all praying for you, it's huge. And, and you feel that at Crisillo. I If you don't feel it, I, I, I don't know how that's even possible. But um, it, just that whole Christian environment at that point, it is such a spiritual time that you you just you're immersed in the holy spirit there so if you let yourself open up to it it is such a blessing yeah absolutely you know and i think it's interesting to do um to follow up with the altrea afterwards as well as the small groups we have a small group of women that meet there's four of us we meet every every two weeks and Whenever there's something going on, whether it's, you know, good or bad, maybe, um, I reach out to that group and ask for their prayers. Uh, prayers of yes. Thanksgiving that they they are sisters in Christ, which is, um, you know, it, it is a wonderful thing. I mean, we all need prayer, especially in these times. Yes, absolutely. Well, and, and to that point, and, you know, what you said before, Ellen, which I, I wanted to, you know, go deeper with is just that community, you know, to know that you're being supported and nourished. You're not alone. Nobody's ever alone or unloved, mm-hmm. but we're always with and we're always loved. And so I just, I can't say enough about that. And, 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 and thanks for your insight there too. It's, you know, when you said right off the bat of, you know, being married uh, to your husband for 48 years, almost 50, congratulations. And, and thank you for that witness of, you know, faithful love. And then also, you know, residing and being in the same parish for 45 years, uh, as you're probably seeing with, you know, with your own children and, and society, it's, we're becoming so much more transitional and transient. And um, the effect that has on the church, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of good in that way, you know. I mean, of course, the Lord sent his, his apostles out, not in. And so I think there's something really evangelical about, you know, carrying the mission to all parts of, of society, but, you know, the stability, if we could use that word from the other interview, you know, Ellen, what have you seen and, you know, what are your insights to share with a younger generation of, you know, it's being in that parish for almost five decades now, what are some insights you can share with us today? It, it changes, and in fact, we, I was just talking with Father Waltz about this the other day, seeing different priests come in, you get mm. different different, um, you know, they can give the same homily on on the same subject, I mean, and you hear a different message from a different priest every time. It's so that makes it all more fulfilling for you because it's, it's, 
different messages you hear and also different uh, vibes or different, um, I don't know how to explain that, just different energy comes from that. Each priest has a different energy that you feed off of. And being involved in your parish, each parish has the people that are in a parish as amazing to me. I mean, if you get to know them and listen to their stories, are each one of them has a story that is just such a blessing. Get to know these people. I have, um, uh, like I mentioned before with the RCIA, that was one of the things I always tried to get across to them, was you get to know these people. We've had some wonderful um, elderly people who have stories that are amazing, filled Mm. with faith in what they've done, and to hear those stories are just... They will, like you said, enlighten your faith, make you grow, make you appreciate what you have in the Catholic faith. And isn't that word appreciate so um, integral, I think, with with so much that, you know, people don't realize. Um, we are so blessed to have the Catholic faith. And, and yeah. so we, you know, appreciate that you've come into that and have been such a, really a role model to so many, I think. Oh. Uh-huh. I hope. I hope I have been. Um, being involved in the in the faith in just, you know, to be involved in your parish, to be active in it, to be, whether it be a sacristan or um, a lector, usher, I don't care what it is, but to be involved is very important for your faith. Um, I can tell you stories of I'm, I'm also a lecturer. I've been a lecturer for, well, about 25 years. Mm. Wow. It has, um, you know, a lot of people think they can't do it. And, and I started mm-hmm. with that, too. I can't do this. I can't get in front of these people and talk. This is, I can't. And my kids helped me see the error in that thinking, too, because if they were in high school, I think about them, and I would go up. I'd be so nervous. And one of them said to me one time, what do you going to happen if you make a mistake. You think they're going to take you out and stone you? What are you <laughs> and I thought, you know, right, nobody's going to even really notice. You know, that's, so that calmed me down. And getting up there and speaking the Holy Scripture is just amazing to me. In fact, there's been times where I felt the Holy Spirit work. I have felt um, Him lift me up as I'm being lector from the anvil, I am lifted up off the ground, and I speak, I get done, and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure what just happened there, but uh, I hope it went well. <laughs> I have to ask people, did that go okay? Because I'm not really sure what happened. And I know it is the Holy Spirit working through me, and I, I love it. I, it keeps me alive. In all of it, you, you study about who you're, what you're reading, what it means, and you pray about that, hoping that the people will hear that message coming through you. It is that all the parts of Mass are important and have mm. its meaning, and I, I think you need to be involved. Being a cute potato, which, you know, I think I probably was for a lot of years, it's just is not the same as being involved. 
And that's such an amazing testimony to the involvement, um, being involved in your parishes, because I think a lot of parishes struggle with the same people doing the same thing. Um, my husband and I have been ushers and Eucharistic ministers um, for probably anywhere from five to ten years with both. And, you know, I, I would just highly encourage people because you do have, you know, there's that little bit of fear, oh, I might mess up. But, boy, once you once you actually engage in that, it is such a blessing and you feel so good about it, that servant leadership. Um, so I would encourage all listeners to, you know, really get involved in your parish, as you can see from Alan's testimony as well, you know, what it does to your heart. Especially too, I, you know, and to, to capitalize upon that, Karen and Ellen, thanks for bringing it in this way. I just, mm -hmm. you know, if, if right now, listeners, if you're thinking about it, uh, and you know, you have it in your heart of man, I've, I've wanted to usher, man, I could read, or you know, I, I could uh, assist with mass, preparing for mass, or greeting at, at mass. Do it, you know, make the call today, send the email today. Um, it, it is, it's so, it's. You see, you hear this, right? It's like being involved and being close to the altar like that. Uh, the Eucharist works. <laughs> it's God. Being Jesus, servant Jesus will claim. Yes, yes, he will claim you. Yeah. So I just, I have um, one additional question for you, though, um, Alan. You know, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious if you could share with the listeners if there's a specific time in your life that your faith pulled you through something um, that you could maybe oh. share with us. Um. When my daughter was about 15, she became very ill, and we had to uh, take her to a hospital in St. Paul, Minnesota. So we were there for about a month, and, um, you know, you see, you see a lot of times people portray that when somebody is sick and, you know, they sit by their bedside and say the rosary, which uh, I'm not saying I didn't pray, but at the same time, there was so much going on. There was so much. She was in so much pain. She was so much sick. There's so much worries, so many questions, that it seemed like the only prayer that I could formulate was, Lord, please help. And to have my, to have my fellow parishioners and to have uh, my daughter's classmates, all of them praying for us in a time where I was too overwhelmed to sometimes even formulate a prayer. It meant the world to us. It was huge what the Catholic faith offered us as far as prayer. Our friends, our family, all of them who were Catholic praying for us in a matter that we couldn't. It meant the world to us. Well, and thank you so much. We could we could talk to you for another hour, and we'll have to have you back because your your testimony has been awesome. Thank you for being with us, Ellen. Um, we do have to take a break, so um, stay tuned. <laughs> 